0: Bless you for being an angel. Just when it seemed that heaven was not for me.
1: Like one thing the film does really great is show how all of these little social moments that may be seen as like positive or polite can also be used in insidious ways. So Mm -hmm. Kat allows Molly offers her her space instead. So, of course, like putting this other girl next to this businessman was just harassing her like and uh, she
2: just throws her under the bus. She's like, take my seat. mm -hmm. He won't harass you.
1: Yeah. And of course the businessman is is one of the first to get up from his seat and kind of withdraw when the stabbings start because of course he's not going to do anything to like try to intervene.
2: It's excruciating how long the violence goes on while everyone is just frozen, which this film really nails. Like, it really nails that kind of introspective moment where we all tell ourselves that we would be the heroes, that we would do the right thing. Like, in a horror film that we wouldn't have our friends split up, that we wouldn't go into the dark room or into the basement. But this film just really exposes the fact that, no, actually, we were in a horror situation. We, like, survived the pandemic or women experience those kind of interactions in public all the time. And people do just stand there frozen and watch on. And it takes an extreme event in order for them to be driven to intervene.
1: But then Molly and Kat sort of end up together after the businessman becomes infected and stabs Molly's eye with his umbrella.
2: Kat and Molly have some solidarity. Like Kat is dragging Molly through the subway tunnels in order to escape the businessman is in pursuit and they just slam into this guy who doesn't realize what he's walked into so again we have this moment of bystander effect where this man is like what do you like why did you run into me like are you too blind and then he looks and he sees molly and he sees her wound and he sees the businessman in pursuit and there's this altercation where this macho guy is going to come to the rescue, given the women's predicament. And it seems as though he's going to overpower the businessman. He's young. He's super buff.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) And he's taunting the businessman, like, you think you can pick on these women? And he's fighting him as though there is a set of rules to the engagement. Like, he's, like, throwing punches But the businessman turns the table because he just bites him, or he just like breaks the rules of engagement. He Just does something that's so extreme and so violent that he just overpowers. Yeah,
1: got your nose.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, so this like fantasy that the bad guys are supposed to follow rules. (laughs) Yeah, that they're not going to throw low punches or if someone wants to hurt you that there's something that's going to stop them f- from doing something that's like unspeakably nasty in order to overpower you which i thought was just a wonderful way to depict that in that scene the women just watch on and they just leave this guy like maybe all three of them could have overpowered the businessman <laughs>
1: yeah i mean also but... by the time the the big guy's nose was and off he also would have gotten infected if he was still alive to be fair this is true
2: yeah so there would be rescuer having been vanquished by the businessman cat and molly like frantically running to escape these tunnels and they see the light at the end of the tunnel and there walks this character he looks at them and they're shrieking help us help us and then suddenly you hear this noise and he is closed. He's closing the gate of the-, <laughs> of the tunnel and he's just watching them as they shriek for him to help them. They frantically make it to the exit. Cat drags Molly through the closing door and then they confront him. They're like, why did you do that? And he's like, oh, I was just following rules. <laughs>
1: The small dynamics between that character who tries to close the door on him, like, immediately. There's this constant sense of both, like, shame and self-preservation that everyone is enacting at, I think, some point in the film, for the most part.
2: Yeah, because Cat slaps him.
1: (laughs) It was Molly. Molly actually punches him in the face. Molly punches him.
2: Good. Good. Molly is the hero.
1: Yeah. With the the gouged out eye. Mm
2: -hmm. So... He's a fascinating character, too, because I think he's coded as being something of an incel.
1: Yeah, he has hentai on his phone and is a little socially off.
2: There's also something about the fact that he saw these two women, one of them covered in blood, like shrieking, desperately asking for help, and he just closed the door and didn't walk away. He stood there and watched, Mm -hmm. which is remarkably evil, even though he is just invested in his own self-preservation and it ends up creating a kind of ineptitude
0: bless you for being an angel just when it seemed that heaven was not for me
1: This is the free version of our review episode. And if you would like to hear the full version, you can sign up at www.patreon.com slash drunkchurch and also get a lot of other cool things like joining a private Discord and other types of exclusive content.
2: Like discounts on our merch.
1: (laughs) But yes, you should... Sign up and join the community if you want to, you know, take a little step further and discuss some of this stuff with other listeners and us.
0: Bless you
1: for building a new dream.
0: Just when my old dream crumbled so helplessly in that vine covered chapel on the hill Your face was a hymn that lingers still So bless you, my darling, my angel Heaven is mine and is divine with you. Bless you darling, for being an angel. just when it seemed that heaven was not for me. Bless you for building a new dream, just when my old dream crumbled so helplessly. In that vine-covered chapel on the hill, your face was a hymn that lingers still. Oh, bless you, my darling, my angel. Heaven is my.